Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, folks, welcome in. Thursday edition, Three Dudes with you. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Um, remember, you can watch us and and listen to us by going to the WKOM radio website. Uh, the podcast of all of our shows is up uh, within, uh, oh, I don't know, an hour or so after broadcast of each show. And you can go uh, to our website or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever, and get the podcast of Three Dudes with a View, Front Porch Radio's Three Dudes with a View. As always, we welcome you all. Uh, this is our last show of the week tomorrow morning inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross, and we Three Dudes will be back with you on Monday. Now, looking around here, the chair where Clayton normally sits is empty. Uh, no word from him and no word from Mr. York yet. So it looks like I'm the sole dude on the scene. But uh, we'll we'll probably hear something from them very shortly. The, uh, Coach Mike Lyle, you yeah. heard from him? You go, no, I haven't heard from either one of them. I guess you're going to have to go deep into the bullpen. There we go. Pull me out, huh? Well, something <laughs> like that. Uh, we we do have guests. But we have yeah, we have some really good special guests, so uh I I can I can ease what, easy what, in or ease out, whichever is needed. Whatever. Thank you. <laughs> the uh, regular friend of the station, regular uh guest here, uh just whenever we can get him. Representative Scott Speck, how you doing? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Is he turned on, Coach? Now I am. He is now. Good morning, everybody. There we go. Delk, it's one dude with a view right now. Yep, one dude with a view, which means you can. We can do every one. You we can, can you can take my view or stick it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Scott, great to have you with us as always. Uh, Scott has brought along with him uh, a guest uh, whom I did not meet until this morning, Bethany Torino. Good morning, Bethany. Good morning. Now, and I, I understand the reason you're here is you and Scott have had a conversation about uh, children and the education of children. Uh, you and your husband have uh, are a part of a nonprofit called the Friend Foundation. Yes. And y'all, is her mic on, Coach? All right. Uh, the Friend Foundation, and y'all work alongside the room at the end. Uh, and, folks, this, this is uh, – the room at the end I, I do know about what they do here in this community is to uh, you know people a lot of, a lot of people are just a, a car wreck away from homelessness uh, and that's you know they you know they have a they have a car accident then they don't have a car when they don't have a car they can't get to their job. When they don't have a job, they can't pay their mortgage or rent or their car payments, and they find themselves homeless. This happens a lot more than people realize. And the room at the end is designed to give families, people, families, a place to stay till they get back on their feet in that kind of situation, uh, get another job, get another car, and just basically get back on their feet. Uh, now... Stephanie has been working alongside the room at the end to help take care of the children who uh, come uh, find themselves at with their parents, I assume, at the room at the end. Is that is that how it works, Stephanie? Yes, and it's Bethany. Bethany, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. He's an attorney. There we go. He makes it up in court as he goes. Oh, oh, oh. It is Bethany. I wrote it down, Bethany. I am sorry. Bethany, All right. let, let, let me jump in here real quick. Okay, yes, sure. Scott, go ahead. So about, and everybody knows where I am in education, but about uh, three weeks ago, Bethany reached out to the office up in Nashville and wanted to have a conversation, and she hooked me right away when she started talking about children. And so um, we had we had a meeting. We talked about it. 
And and what I want people to realize is the great things that are going on right here in Murray County that are really helping change lives. And this is it's kind of a snapshot of the people, the quality of people that we have here that are willing to help. And Beth and I had a conversation, and, and one of the things, and Bethany will go into more detail here, is when you have these these women with children, the the, the moms are scared of the system. Where yes. the system will come in and possibly take their children away from them, yep. and so when they, when they've been thrust into homelessness, yes, like that. and so okay. they're in these situations that may not be the best for the kids, and so what happens is they go into a more of a sheltered life. And yep. this is Bethy, explain more of that about how you 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 meet these women and the situation they're in. Yeah, well. With with the unhoused population, uh, first of all, it's very important to know that every story has a different nuance. And so uh, definitely up front, you have to be aware that it's not going to fit into any kind of easy box, um, which is something I didn't know in the beginning. But as you get as you as you meet these people, the, the women um, with their children learn their story, hear exactly why they are where they are, then you can begin to kind of unravel that knot and say, okay, I, I get it and I see you and I will work in any possible angle that I can to help you get out of that situation if you trust me. And I think building that trust is um, really key up front. And then knowing that Murray County is full, which is why I went to you, Scott, knowing Murray County is full of people who want to help and organizations and agencies. And um, just knowing that, I knew I could reach out and connect people wherever they needed to be connected. And so we we were able, from listening to Bethany at our meeting, it seemed like the problem was being able to develop this was trust. A meeting of the education committee. Well, no, no, uh, we we had a meeting. Oh, just the meeting. Okay, and then, okay and then, got it. And then from exp- when she explained to me the, the the challenges with these women and these children and the fear of the departments. We got a meeting up in Nashville with Bethany, myself, the Department of Human Services, and the Department of Child Services. And when we explained, when Bethany explained what we were trying to do, we were trying to find a way to get these kids into school and start their education process, getting them in front of doctors to get the health care they need, right? Getting them in front of dentists. And then, and then with the mothers, having them trust the system that their kids will be okay at school. Now, as a mom, Bethany can get one-on-one time with that mom and start to try to put their life back together so that they can be get back to be pr- productive citizens to get out of that cycle mm-hmm. that they're stuck in, that, that cycle of, of being in the shadows. And so uh, we had a really good meeting up in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It was a, a great meeting. We sat down, uh, Reverend Kane and I. That's the Reverend Jeff Kane. Jeff Kane, and, the and legend. The legend, and, and he is a legend. And the reason is that he – and he's a uh, minister at the uh, Westminster. Westminster. Westminster Presbyterian Church, uh, which is out of the Mount Pleasant Highway. And it was – that church and the Reverend Kane a few uh, not so long ago last seven uh, years seven years ago came up with the idea of room at the end because they saw they saw a need for these families as as uh, Bethany put it uh, unhoused most people say homeless but it like I said it I, when I practice uh, law representing in, representing indigent defendants uh, just so uh, people are are just one paycheck away many times from being unhoused or homeless and it happens and that's the need the reverend jeff kane saw with the room at the end uh where they a family uh, could get temporary shelter until they get themselves another job get a car get another place to live and uh it's worked tremendously it's garnered huge community support right here in columbia murray county and bethany Torino and her organization, the Friend Founds, Friends, the Friend Foundation, uh, is working with and uh, stepped in alongside Room at the Inn to work at, with these women and children who find themselves at the Room at the Inn. And as Bethany was describing, they don't know who to trust. They they, they think, okay, 
you know, being homeless is my fault and somehow I've let my children down and maybe the state is going to take my children. Mm-hmm. And Bethany, I gather your message is to give them a positive message and to get the children in school and to help them work through uh, back to being mm-hmm. uh, in their own homes. Yes. Yep, that's right. And so Jeff had come to me um and just as he knew my skill set, and he asked, he said, you can take 24 hours to think about this, but I'm going to ask you if you will take a position for free um, mitigating the lives of women and children who have found themselves at room in the inn. Now, and so, describe what you mean by mitigating, please. Well, uh, what they were finding is with housing being in such a tough place uh, all over the state, but even in Murray County, um, it's low income housing is is just oh it's a juggernaut right now, and so families are not able to get into housing even where whereas before you could kind of find a place for them to go they were they found themselves in the in the room in the inn for five six seven months, and they weren't equipped to be able to handle that because that meant a lot more than just sheltering. And Jeff had recognized that. And so that's the work he asked me to begin to do is, okay, how how do you come alongside family number one and meet the needs that they have while they're waiting for housing? And so um, that's kind of the work I began to do, which led me to Scott, which led me to this meeting in front of DCS and DHS, where we were able to talk about kind of... Um, just the picture of what it does take for for these women who love their children to trust in a system where they feel they're going to get in trouble if they find that they're homeless and um, and they don't want their kids taken away. And so, so what what uh, the Reverend Kane and Room at the end were, were finding that I guess because of the. Uh, probably because of the expense of rental housing these days, that it was taking longer for these families to get back on their feet, get a home of their own. And so in the meantime, uh, he asked for your assistance to help these families who were at the room at the end mm-hmm. uh, longer than they expected to be. Yes. And in particular in getting them in school, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Have I got that right? Yes, that's right. And, the, and then the key is, trying to break down the barriers of fear between these women and and the state resources. And this is where where I come in, is to try to tear that wall down and develop that trust. So these these moms understand that DHS and DCS, don't be fearful of them. They can become an asset to you of helping you get into a better situation with your family. And uh, you just texted me without names, but you texted me a, a story. And if you can... Mike, do we have time for this, or should we do it after break? Probably after break. Well, I want you to tell everybody about the story you just shared with me, and we'll do that right after the break. Let's do that. Sounds good. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I'm a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Churches and people all over the county participating now. Room at the end uh, helps out people who really who become hopeless. Like I said, it could be a, a, a car wreck or a car just breaks down. And if the car breaks down, they can't go to work. They can't go to work. They can't pay the rent. And all of a sudden, they're homeless. Uh, they, they can. And so Room at the End gives families a place, families or individuals or uh a place to stay until they get back on their feet, get the car repaired, get another job, get another place to live, and 
get back out into the community. But Reverend Kane came to Bethany Torino a while back and said they were experiencing a problem because it was taking longer for these homeless or unhoused people to find a place to live than it has in the past, primarily due to uh, anybody's tried to rent a place lately or buy a place, uh, payments and rents are extremely high. And so these uh, women have, or women, the, the women who have families and children, maybe a husband and wife, maybe a single mom, uh, they are fearful sometimes of interacting with state agencies, Department of Children's Services, uh, etc. They're afraid of even interacting with the school system because even though they may have become homeless through no fault of their own, they fear that somebody all of a sudden is going to say, yeah, you know, you're no count. You didn't do your job. You're homeless. Your children are homeless. And we're going to take your children away from you and put them in foster care. And so the Reverend Kane asked Bethany Torino to come alongside and work with these women and children and help to help them say, you're going to be okay. We're going to help you out. Nobody's going to take your children away from you. Have I got it right? Have I got it right, Bethany? Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, tell us more about what you. Yeah, you know, Scott, you said you had a story. Yeah. So, so uh, an example, an example. And so, one of the things that that I talked with Bethany about was bringing bringing the bear the assets of the state, right? But not in a punitive way, in a supportive way for these for these women and these children, getting them back in school, which therefore develops that separation time, so that Bethany can work with these moms to start to try to figure out how to get their lives turned around. What do you need educationally? And so Bethany just texted me a couple of days ago about a, a great success story. Bethany, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah. So one of the one of the families that I had specifically uh, talked to Scott about in our first meeting, uh, a family with four children, and the children all were supposed to be in public school. And just through all of the circumstances and with COVID and everything, they kind of fell out of the system. And the mom really wanted them in public school, but she didn't know how to approach it and how to get them there. Um, also, other people in the community that that care, you know, they'll they'll make phone calls on parents like this, and they'll go through the the hotline, and then the parent will get checked on by CPS. And at one child point, protective services, yes. And at one point, the mom texted me a picture of a card that was put in her door by a caseworker. And I, I just called the caseworker, and I um, I told him I said I'm working directly with this family. Is there anything I can do to help? And so, so this would have been a state caseworker. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. And so um, and I knew because of the meeting that Scott had had at the Capitol with with me and DCS and DHS that this this was possible. It, it was possible for me to work with these agencies to get work done on behalf of the children and on behalf of the mothers. So so I just confidently called him and, and we worked the problem and some of the contacts that Scott had introduced me to uh, gave me some advice. And eventually, maybe two weeks later, the, the mom actually walked with me into the DCS office to sit down with this caseworker and the fact that she trusted me enough for that um, was really amazing, but also to see the resources that became available. Um, for example? For example, um, I didn't even know that there was something called the McKinney-Vento Act, which, is, which allows children to be uh, put in school um, same day they show up to enroll, no questions asked, no social security number, no birth rec- birth uh, certificate needed, no immunizations needed. And this was some of the barriers that we had had because they had lost their social security cards. And so it's just different things like this that that are very, very tricky that take a minute to unravel. And so um, clothes, there's this huge clothes 
clothes and resource closet at the DCS office in the back. Barbara Children's Services. Yes. Sorry. Yes. It's it's huge. It's ginormous. And we were able to bring all four kids the same day to fill up a huge duffel bag with their size clothes. And they got to pick the clothes and they got to walk through on the racks and they got to shop and they had volunteers there that helped them shop. And it was just it was just a a, a great day. And the clothes, the clothes are so important is because mm-hmm. it makes the kids feel like all the other kids. There exactly. Yes. All the kids. Yes. And the and then even beyond that, it's so complicated. I'm I'm glad you brought up the clothes uh, under the McKinney Vento Act. I also found that the these children are are <laughs> can get laundry service. Their parents can get laundry service and the moms didn't even know this. And so now I've been picking up baskets of laundry, taking them to my friend at um at Brown Elementary. She's in charge of resources for Murray County. She's amazing, Alice Johns. And she gets the laundry done and she calls me. I take it back and this is such a relief for these moms because they don't have access to a washer and dryer. And so it's things like this that just get you behind the, the behind I don't even know how to just behind, behind and falling further behind instead, yeah, of, instead of getting back up. Right. Yes. But by, getting that but by car, developing that job. But yeah. by developing this trust for this mom to go in mm-hmm. and get these kids enrolled in school, what does it allow the mom to do now? Well, now she is is free during the day, which she's still getting used to that. It's only been a couple of days of freedom now, but uh, she wants to work on her GED, and we have the resources to help her do that. And the thing is, is if you think about the cycle of poverty and what Scott says is true, education is the key, because when you look back to her past, her mom did not graduate from high school. And so the fact that she did not graduate from high school isn't isn't far fetched. And so making sure that these kids do graduate from high school and that that reverses the cycle of poverty and to even think it it's so important not just to say for for those kids, but for us in Murray County to say for our kids, for our kids to break the cycle of poverty, we we are behind that, and that is important to us. And I think as we go forward and we start to see kids be successful and break the, break this cycle, that our community only gets stronger because of that. So, wow. so help. Help is what we need, right? Yes. Help is what yes, we yes. need. We have the assets at the state, and we can get we can get that plugged in to bring those resources down, which is the best part of my job. Right, most of the stuff I do up in Nashville is okay, but the best part of my job is is putting together people like Bethany and the resources at the state to help our people in Murray County around around the state. That's amazing. So, that, so what like, we need is help. We need people who want to get involved because if we can get more people like Bethany, then they can start having these one on one relationships with these moms and develop that trust that will start ending these cycles of poverty. So they can get out of these bad situations and get into good situations for these families. Yes, That's amazing. All right, now, first of all, I want to Clayton give us the phone number. I'd, I'd love if anybody's got some comments or questions. Nine three one six two six three one three one. That's nine three one six two six thirty one thirty one. Okay. If anybody's got comments or questions, we'd love to entertain them. But as always, uh, Bethany Tamarino. Uh, <laughs> People, you, you, you're going to need help. Uh, you need help, uh, both uh, volunteers, I imagine, mm-hmm. and financial help as well. Yes. So. Well, as I mentioned earlier in my story, I'm, I, I told Reverend Kane I'd do this for free, which I still am. And uh, this, the reality of that is each person that so far that we've helped now get into housing, which I haven't even told Scott that I got some pictures a couple days ago. Um, we actually got two of our families into housing. It was a miracle. And one of them, I also just visited the brand new baby at Murray County Regional. Oh. We got them in housing two days before uh, the mama gave birth. Super. So, um, yes, yeah, so things like this with um, cribs and sheets and and 
all kinds of resources that it takes for this for this new mama. Um, it all costs money, and so far the Friend Foundation is self funded, and we're very we're very blessed to be able to self fund our organization. At the same time, you know, f- donations would be nice. <laughs> and so, and so, speaking of donations, one of the things we talked about with the state was Bethany needed a way to be able to transport these people around. And so, Bethany, tell us a story about that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I, so I told I told Scott, and Scott was going to go to bat for me and figure out how to get uh, a, a van, a grant, a grant, a grant for a van. For and um, just a week later, I saw a, a little school bus for sale in the parking lot over at Dollar Tree, and made a phone call. And this community member was selling this uh, little Thomas school bus, uh, fourteen fourteen capacity, fourteen people. And um, I went to the community, the people that I know that I'm already working with, different churches and people that, you know, support the cause. And we raised $6,000 to buy this bus. It was, he was asking 8600 but he took 6000 for the kids. And well, Clayton, was there another one? Clayton might need the other one. <laughs> <laughs> so Clayton's got five kids. So, so Bethany, if, if people want to get in touch with you or the foundation, mm-hmm. how can they do that? Because I would assume an initial cup of coffee with a mom could do a lot. Oh, right. Absolutely. I mean, I've already done all the groundwork to establish the rela- the relationships in town between the agencies and the other nonprofits. So I can pretty much say, okay, this is a situation you need to go here or you need to speak with this person or that person. So at this point, yes, if I had uh, other moms in the community who were interested and willing to connect with one of these moms and so you're be just a talking mentor. about volunteers here. Yes, volunteers. Um, um, where do they call? They can well, and it, it they can go to our website, thefriendfoundation.org, and sign up that way. Or I I would even put a personal appeal out with my personal cell phone number because this is this is very personal to me, and I want to uh, work one-on-one with anyone who's interested. And so my number is 615-516-8130. If you want to help or if you know of someone who's uh, trapped in um, homelessness, give me a call or text me. And everybody in town knows the Reverend Jeff Kane, and I'm sure he can, uh, if, if they contact him, that they can put, he can put them yeah, in, in touch, touch with, me. with you. Yes, yeah. that's right. Let's Absolutely. let's let's try to change some lives here during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, so we keep we keep hearing about this, and of course, I mean, always, I'm, you 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 always can use a financial contribution, correct? Oh, absolutely. And again, the what's the Friends Foundation website? It's thefriendfoundation.org. All right, just mm-hmm. another amazing thing going on right here. Then we are a 501c3, so we're already set up. There we go. There you go. Let's take a break. We'll come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays from now until christmas hiller plumbing heating cooling and electrical is giving you a 500 dollars visa gift card when you buy select new hvac systems or receive a 250 dollars gift card with a new tankless water heater and upgrade now with monthly payments as low as 79 dollars. visit happyhiller.com happy you'll be or the service is free call the happy face truck today This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. with the view thursday edition our last show of the week uh tomorrow morning this time this station inside middle tennessee with jim ross and then monday we will be back with you thanksgiving week man that came fast it sure did <laughs> yeah all right i'm dude number three del kennedy dude number two clayton harris hey man good morning del good morning everybody all right clayton you had a a, a long bus ride this morning just a few parental uh, management difficulties uh, but we have given you a lead on a new bus that is true uh clayton was facing his own insurrection this morning yeah i was uh by the boss is it, what we like to call her yeah. Uh, yeah or she thinks she's the boss but she isn't it was a threat to your leadership it wasn't a threat it was really just more of a uh, a protest, protest. A protest. Yeah, it was more of a protest was it a peaceful protest it was not a peaceful protest <laughs> Um, so, so you had to tamp it. So she you had, did, you had just, to tamp it down. How, just, how, how old? Six. Oh, you know, and she's the middle child of the younger ones. You know, because we got yeah. the two teenagers. You got seventeen kids, and then we got the nine, six, and two year old. Yeah, and she's kind of the middle child of the younger ones, and so she, she's the most vocal of all five for sure. Wonder where she got that from. Clayton. Her mother. Wrong. No, yeah, I'm <laughs> wrong. Just that. Wrong. I'm just telling this. She. I, you look at the mirror. Actually, I am actually really shy. If, if people know me, I am really shy. So the fact that I actually do this every day is really incredible. Therapy. Yeah, maybe. So, so, so you squashed the insurrection this morning. Yes. Um, so is she you, in school today. She's in school, and uh, you brig brute. Yeah, she. 
Uh, she has a great teacher and great faculty and staff where she goes to school, and I, I appreciate all their help. So Good for you. Yep. All right. Special friend of the station. We're glad to have him anytime. We'll get him. Representative Scott Specky. How you doing, Good man? morning, everybody. All right. I do want to get into current affairs a little bit before we let go of this week and and, uh, and move on. But you were sort of concluding uh, over the break about Bethany Torino and the work that she's doing and how you have this vision of how the resources of the state can be brought together with what's going on at Room at the End, the Friend Foundation. And so sort of sum that up for me one more time, please. Well, uh, you know, this is the importance of being a state representative or elected official at the state or federal level is we have the ability to dial a phone number and it gets answered right away. Right. Right. Bring the power of the office to bear. Yeah. And Bethany reached out to me. We had a meeting down in Murray County. She explained what she was trying to do. And then she explained the barriers. And I'm like, well, we can fix that for you real quick. And so we got the meeting. And so as a state representative, I can call DCS and DHS and they're in my office whenever I want them to. We put Bethany and Pastor Jeff together. Right. They explain the situation. And then I say, how can we help? And then DHS and DCS starts listing to Bethany all the different ways they can help. And, hey, if you need help, now you call me directly. And I just say, loop me in. Just keep me looped in, which means they know I'm always watching. And so Bethany has done a great job working with DCS running interference for these kids when they go to school to make sure that there's no problems there. Uh, helping these moms get like, you know, access to the clothes, right? And, and it's just... Getting these kids, if, if they qualify for 10 care, let's get them enrolled in 10 care so they can start to get the medical, get in front of doctors and start to get medical help to make sure that they have the opportunity to live the best life they can and then gain the separation. But, but I guess what I'm trying to tell everybody is if you feel like you're running into a roadblock with the state, call me, call Senator Hensley, call Representative Capley and let us run interference for you because that's the job we have to do for Murray County. There we go. That's all. That's a that's a good news story for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. We appreciate it. We yes, appreciate sir. you bringing Bethany Torino by. Uh, all right. Well, let, let's get in a little bit. You know, from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. Uh, let's talk about these Muslim jihadists who have apparently attacked last evening the Democratic National Committee uh, meeting of, or committee building headquarters yeah. headquarters and then turned to march on the capitol uh some of them they got violent started pepper spraying people whatnot i'm sure not a one of them is going to be uh given 22 years in prison by the biden administration uh that's reserved only for white christians uh but when i say shores of triple e folks i don't know how to emphasize that People talk about this is a 3,000-year war with these Islamic, and it's a war against Western Christians. And Western Christians have waged war against the Islamic jihadists as well. Uh, and think about the Crusades. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you think the Crusades are just something that you learned in school, that it's old, dead stuff, and who cares? These people are still mad about the crusades that's just the way they think and they're mad at white christian westerners westerners being european uh white christians and the united states is definitely uh, the new frontier of westernism uh and so uh, the united states is seen as but when i the shores of tripoli this that was the first battle the first war that the United States engaged after defeating the British and establishing the United States, the first war that the United States engaged in was against the Islamic jihadis. And they they were uh, along the northern coast of Africa and the, Med- the Mediterranean. The Islamic jihadis were capturing American ships. Uh, they were, of course, plundering every, anything they could find of value on there, but they were also enslaving uh, at this time, what you know, white Americans, and it's estimated that up to a million and a half white slaves were taken between eighteen seventeen fifty and eighteen twenty. I think pirates. Uh, they were pirates. Yeah, they were pirates. But I mean, 
they they were enslaving uh white people black people are not the only people who've been enslaved over the years and uh the um and so thomas jefferson i think our second president right third. uh third whatever but he <laughs> he goes to yeah but of course my granddaughter could tell me in a minute she's got it all memorized but um but he goes to the only way we had to communicate with the principalities I don't think there were nations then uh, along in the Middle East and North Africa was to go to England and communicate with the ambassador from Tripoli, uh, which is now in Libya, always has been. Well, yeah, no, is now in Libya. And the the ambassador the, and Thomas Jefferson goes, uh, you know, why why are you attacking our ships, taking our the, United, the ships in the United States, taking uh, enslaving our people, taking what's on those ships as pirates. And the ambassador's answer was very simple. He goes, because they're infidels, and under our law, it's, you know, they're fair game. They can be enslaved. We can take anything they got. And so Thomas Jefferson said, well, <laughs> and, and and Thomas Jefferson goes, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're not Europe. We're not Britain. We're not France. You know, we we didn't engage in expelling the Islamic jihadis from Spain and Italy in the 1200s. Uh, we we did not uh, participate in the Crusades because that's why these people think that's we, you know even in even in 1800 this stuff was very fresh to them even though it happened 600 years ago and. And and they said, no, no, you're Westerners, you're infidels, and we're just going to keep it up. So Thomas Jefferson sent the Marines to the shores of Tripoli and kicked their ass. And that was the end of that. This is not something new. It's not something that's going to go away in the next thousand years. And, you know, but now what, what we have done uh, is let too many of these people into the united states and ergo they attack the dnc mm-hmm. and the capital over the weekend uh and but they're playing the long game it doesn't matter you know they how they got here who knows like i said who's buying a plane ticket you know your your total net worth is a goat and you owe 50 bucks on that 60 dollar goat you know how you how do you get a plane ticket to the united states nevertheless thousands perhaps millions of them have oh and christopher ray yesterday um was questioned by dr mark green in in a committee hearing and i'm telling you people need to be listening to what christopher ray saying he he's he's saying it because he wants it on paper that he's see why that's all yeah that's it, all these people or, are about yeah he wants it, he wants it on paper to he, he wants it documented that he is saying that there are people in this country that we don't know who they are we don't know uh, anything about them, and that something bad could happen. That that that, that all of a sudden your radar up. That, that there could the literally FBI, they know something is going to go down. There could literally be a cell in the hundreds of thousands of men, and we wouldn't know it. Exactly, and, and you, he and he's telling us that. You look at what's happening, and this and this is one of the things in education where we are talking about and concerned about is the rise of anti-Semitism on our college campuses in Tennessee. Yep, and so you can you can bet that there's going to be something coming from the General Assembly on that th- this coming January about uh, uh, making sure that uh, groups that support terrorist organizations around the world. Uh, will will have a different outlook in our uh, colleges and universities. How we're going to look at that? Well, and what you have to understand as well, I think Scott and I'm trying to orient people to the long view on this thing. This is not something that just bubbled up in the last ten mm-hmm. years. You know, uh, according to uh, the Islamic jihadists, uh, all Jews and Christians are infidels, and so you know. Well, what's interesting is they are. <laughs> there are conservative Christian groups that are going around in major cities on college campuses and asking people to sign uh, in support of Palestine and Hamas, right, about getting a ceasefire. That's just and that's, that's crazy well, now. And that, then, that, is, that is nut well, job stuff. That, then they read them a disclaimer of what Hamas believes in. And then everybody's like, oh, I can't sign that, right? So nobody supports the beliefs of what Hamas is trying to do, they just hear this rhetoric of a ceasefire, right? And the other day in Washington, and I, if we could get, you need to get Congressman Ogles on if you can. 
they saw an unedited version of the GoPros or whatever the Hamas people did in Israel, what they wore, an unedited version of what they did to the Israelis, women and children and men and babies. I read an account of a nurse who got into that area right there in southern Israel, you know, early on, within mm-hmm. the first few hours. And she says she goes into a, a house and there's an eight-year-old girl with both of her hands cut off who's yes. uh, bled out in front of her. Mother's kneeling in a kitchen as the jihadists insert her baby into an oven and turn it on. Okay, these are the type of barbaric people that we're dealing with. You can't negotiate. Right? No, there is no. It, you've got to. Them. You've got to try but, your but best again, to folks, eliminate. This, this evil. is this is nothing new. The jihadists stormed into the great library at ancient Alexandria. True. The 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 text of the ancient world, things that we are irretrievable. Right. And the the great library at Alexandria, Egypt, and this would have been what about fifty A.D. one hundred right. A.D. They they storm into Alexandria and they said they go you know somebody said don't burn that library that contains all the text of the ancient world this is right. the knowledge of the world that we have and it's all here in this library and they go if it ain't in the Koran we don't need it and burned it to the ground can I make one more comment before go. I know you're short on time thank you to WKOM for the, for broadcasting the. Semi-final matchup tomorrow between Columbia Academy and Middle Tennessee Christian at home. Tune in. What time, at Clay? Home. We'll go on the air about 6.30. This, uh, this station, about 6.30 tomorrow night, and who's playing who? Columbia Academy at home against Middle Tennessee Christian. It's a matchup from week one when we lost in triple overtime to them and had three opportunities to seal the deal. This could be a if Columbia Academy can put it together, one complete game, the Bulldogs could be going to the state championship after Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. So get out there and support them. It's a whiteout at Columbia Academy, so wear your white, and let's, let's push the Bulldogs across the finish line. Let's see if we can get another team from Murray County to, to, to the state championship. Go dogs! Oh, that's that's just amazing. Now, let's see. If that, will that be you and Taft together tomorrow night, Clay? Yes, sir. Yes, These sir. guys are a team. They're as much fun to, to listen to as it is to watch the ball game. And also, tomorrow night uh, on WKRM, we'll have uh, the Columbia Central uh, – Stewart's Creek game uh, that's going to be a throwback night uh, presented by the Columbia Peace and Justice Initiative uh, Carver Smith uh, Legacy Night. They're going to be wearing old Carver Smith jerseys and um, it, it'll be it'll be something to see out at Columbia Central. Tomorrow. And that's football or basketball? That's basketball. Basketball, basketball. yeah. The football's over with the Central. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All and, right. And, and tonight, yeah, the first game of the season tonight on 103.7 to be KRM Barry Duke. Uh, Coach Mike will be on the call for that. And tomorrow night as well. Yes, sir. All right. Big doings, folks. Have a great weekend. It's nice out. Um, get ready for Thanksgiving. See you Monday. Scott Spicky, thank you. You're welcome. You can make